everybody and welcome to another episode of Theory of Anything. Um, I'm glad that you're all here, even if you're not. Um, <laughs> we're with me, I have a couple of co-hosts. One is my dad. Hello, dad. Thank you. Hello. Welcome. Um, well, you thank you for welcoming me. Welcome, welcome, you. yes. welcome yourself. <laughs> thank you. Well, <laughs> how you doing? I'm all right, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I'm nice. doing well. Actually, I haven't got anything to complain about today, so oh, you'll be pleased to hear. Yeah, yeah it makes a change. Yeah. <laughs> we also have my other co-host, Ford. How are you doing, Ford? I'm good, thank you, and welcome to you too as well. Um, yeah. I'm good at the moment, but um, although I, I may not be uh, soon, I've, oh. uh, I've got some major surgery coming. My, major surgery. It's a cross between minor and major, is yeah. minor, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Three quarter surgery, yeah. Minor surgery this week. And so, so we're going to be missing an episode, unfortunately, but um, oh. yeah. That's, well, we, we might not. We might not. We'll see how you feel. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe we'll yeah. be a week later. It might know. sound even better than you usually do. Yeah. Might fix me up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you come on with a real deep husky voice. You'll yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's anything that listeners or indeed your good self need to worry too much about. Indeed, no. You, it's survivable this operation, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, well, I hope so. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, but your pra- our prayers will be with you for. Oh, don't worry. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Well, and you know, I'll just be out of commission for a bit as well. Anything like that, it's a bit. It can cause a bit of anxiety, isn't it? But you know where your peace comes from, so you'll be fine. Yeah. Is that right, Ford? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> good, well, good. How about you? How yeah, about yeah, you? I'm, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, it? yeah, it's all, yeah all settled into your new home. Yeah. Getting um, there. And you've got kids left. Of, oh, yeah. Loads, <laughs> loads of stuff everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It's getting sorted eventually. Oh, I'm going to see you on Thursday, aren't I? I'm going to be yes. delivering a three-piece suite. Yes. <clears throat> My voice went a bit funny then. Oh, it's a sofa and two chairs. Is that two? No, yeah. Yeah, that's three-piece. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. My voice went all high-pitched then for no apparent reason. Yeah, a three-piece suite. Yeah. Um, very nice. I'm... Yeah, so I'll look forward to seeing you on Thursday. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, you can put the put the kettle on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, enough of these niceties. Yes. Um, <laughs> definitely. Got some uh, um, some pickups from last episode. Yeah. I think I'll go first with my one. And go for it. Yeah. Um, I was uh, shouted at quite a lot. Oh dear. Apparently, <laughs> and uh, this is true. Um, last episode, I stated that I got into horror films a little bit more because <laughs> yeah. of my wife. Yes, did, yeah. And that's apparently not true. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that when I listened back to the episode. I thought, oh, maybe Rebecca's not the person we thought she was. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, well, neither of us watched any at all, but then we started watching them together. So she yeah. got me into it, and I didn't get into it. We kind of both okay. Into it together. Yeah, you brought, We're not you really You led each other astray, did you? Exactly. Yeah. But That's do you on, on on that subject very quickly because we can't take too long on this? But did do you <clears throat> you know can you watch anything, or are there limits to your enjoyment of of there's, the horror genre? There's definitely limits. Yeah. Um, if it's just like absolute nonsense and just stuff 
yeah for no reason and it's over the top yeah and yeah it's it's it puts me off for sure yeah because there are some just like... outrightly of offensively disturbing films that yeah. i would suggest nobody lends their eyes to but there are others that might push the limits of what you can cope with and everybody's got a different limit haven't they as long as you can keep your uh peace as well yeah you don't get to bed having nightmares or anything like that it's no. not not good for you but i, I like a, a bit of a scare and a jump you know yeah yeah, yeah. Game of Thrones pushed it for me a few times. So. That was the limit, was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I can understand that. There is some yeah. bit gory stuff in that. Um, and some stuff of a sexual nature as well. But, yeah. Mm. I watched a film with my brother the other day called Underwater. It's a bit like uh, Alien, but in an underwater environment. And uh, we talked about Alien in the last episode, didn't we? And yeah. there's some yeah. jump. And that's how we got onto the subject of horror films, wasn't it? But, um, yeah, I understand you have to respect the individual's ability to cope with that sort of thing, don't you? Yes. On that yeah. point, I kind of thought, I was a bit surprised, because in our last episode, you both picked up on your best films being ones that have gritty and horrible stuff in it. Yeah. Is, is that what you come to sci-fi for? No. Yeah. Well, well, not personally. I think sci-fi has a wide-ranging appeal i think yeah i think i mainly come to sci-fi for the really interesting new concepts yeah you can't really find in anything any other yeah genre. i'd agree but, with that but it's the style of it as well the gritty style draws me yeah. more yeah to the concept. yeah 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 fair enough yeah i i i love seeing people's perceptions of the future when i watch a sci-fi film whether it be a gritty horrific future or a Nice, clean. Let's face it, most films that start off nice, clean and beautiful in, when they portray in the future usually end up with an underlying, um, less attractive yes. element to them. Yeah. Why, do you come, why do you come to sci-fi? Well, I just like a bit of escapism and uh, yeah. enjoyment, I guess. So, yeah. no gritty for me, thank you. No grit. <laughs> I guess Battlestar Galactica was kind of gritty and I love it. It was, so, yeah. So, I guess, if, if it's not done too harshly i guess yeah 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 which kind of takes yeah. us on to our other pickup do you want me to say that go for it i felt afterwards and i did put this on twitter as well is at theory of any ting t-i-n-g at the end we have to say that don't we every time um i commented on there that on reflection the um segment last week in the last episode episode eight, where we talked about our top three sci-fi films, we ended up putting Alien. I'm not disputing the first one. Um, we chose 2001 Space Odyssey. I'm yeah, glad that yeah. was at top. But I thought afterwards, how did Matrix beat Alien when two of us vote had made, uh, Alien in our top three? Mm. Surely that should have put um, Alien above Matrix, really. Yeah, I, think, I think it's because Ford... Would have had, had the no choice ones yeah in the top two. Oh, <laughs> and that's, <laughs> no, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can still have matrix but it's just the third choice that's all well i'm fine with that so maybe we should pop yeah. a alien so one. we re we record. resubmit our for the record yeah for the minutes 
<laughs> there's 2001 a space odyssey then alien and then matrix thank so, you i'm glad we've made that amendment because right. i haven't slept since it's been bothering me <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you thank you for that jolly good okay on to the show paps segment subject i'll try and keep this brief I say that every week. <laughs> um, no, no, I don't believe it. <laughs> uh, I wanted to cover something in the area of television. My wife and I have been watching a couple of really good drama, TV dramas that aren't sci-fi. She doesn't like sci-fi very much, so we, we go for something of like a cop drama. Uh, oh, yeah. Nothing too scary or um, controversial. But there was one on last week called Flesh and Blood. <gasps> Did you watch it? I've seen this. Have you? If it's, what, if it's what I think I remember, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was only on a couple of weeks. It was only on about a week or two ago. What? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you can't have done. Flesh and Blood. No? Oh, no, maybe not. Oh, I was hoping one of you had seen it. What was I thinking? Oh, no. But it doesn't matter that you haven't seen it. I'm going to give you a quick plot outline without giving any spoilers because it's still relatively new and there might be listeners who haven't who've recorded it but not seen it. I recommend it. It's a great series. It was four-parter. It was on for four nights in a row on ITV, I think, last week or the week before. And basically the plot is that um, a woman of um, older years, she's got grown-up children, so probably a bit older than me perhaps, um, has she's got three children and she's lost her husband, her husband's died, and she's met a new man, in her life and so she um but the three children adult children don't like the new fella very much and the plot unfolds that is he all that he is made out to be or is he just after the family's inheritance you see yes yes, yes, yes. oh is he it was that obvious was it <laughs> yes yes he is yes um yeah so the uh it, well there are a few plot twists so we, it may not be maybe it is maybe it's not but mm. the there's one particular thing in it something happens to one of the characters at, at the beginning which is like and then the rest of the show is flashback from what's you know, this incident, somebody gets hurt. We don't know how serious that person's hurt or the nature of what's happened to them. They could be dead. They could be fighting for their life. Actually, we know they're fighting for their life, but we don't know who it is out of the, all the characters that we've met in the first 20 minutes. Yeah. And so the police are interviewing each member of the family and they've deliberately, um, it's hard to explain briefly, they're deliberately scripted it so that we're not 100% sure who it is who's been hurt. And it felt to me like a real, I'd use the word contrivance, a plot contrivance in the script. And it stood out like a sore thumb that in these police interviews, they were saying, there's a person fighting for their life. This is an important thing. We could be dealing with a murder, you know, or something like that. And you think in a police interview, now bearing in mind that the family members who have been interviewed, it could be their mum or their mum's partner. It's the two people we don't know if it's one of them or the other. Um, and you just wouldn't say those phrases or words if you were an interviewing police officer. 
and it just every time it happened to each of the the neighbor and the three children the four interviews that take place that it oh it just jumped out as a sore thumb, a sore thumb you know what i mean and it really made me feel uh, annoyed about it it took you out of the experience it did because i felt manipulated and i know the writers had to manipulate the script to make the surprise or the reveal at the end of episode four there's only four episodes more of a surprise but mm. this word contrivance just i felt miss i felt like um yeah duped a little bit i suppose and uh, although it was a great drama and a satisfying well, it didn't really conclude with many people. I've spoke to a few other people, particularly my mum, who loved it. Hi, mum, by the way. Because <laughs> uh, my mum, oh, my mum, your grandma, is a listener to the show. Yeah. So welcome, mum. <laughs> um, yeah, got to get that in. Um, yeah, we're doing call-outs now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dedications. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, she, she really loved it, and she thought that that, the thing that niggled me didn't matter to her so much. But for me, and I think Christine, my wife, we, we've, well, I can't speak on her behalf. And that I just felt that it was um, annoying. And, and so my question to you is, can you think of any other way in which the script or a storyline has gone? And I think I like the word plausibility in my entertainment. I like something to be plausible. Yeah. It might not be very likely, but at least it's got to be plausible. Yeah. Is, it, is this all 100%. because you could? Is this all because you couldn't guess? You got it wrong. I'm guessing. No, no. I think no. It wasn't really about that. I just yeah. think it was shoddy script writing. Yeah. I'd rather not have. Don't use that line at all if you're going to use it badly. You know, there was four different interviews and each time they refrained from saying who was in hospital by using different phrases. And they didn't have to include that line, I don't think, mm, you know. Okay. Yeah. Or they could have used it and it, was, it jumped out off the screen as if they couldn't use the same line four times. But maybe they should have done it would have been less obvious, you know. Huh. It's hard to hard to kind of explain without you having watched yeah. it. But can you think? Yeah. Okay, you get the idea. Let you speak. Your turn. Well, one that jumped out to me is probably the one that's annoyed me the most mm -hmm. ever. Um, yeah. Is Game of Thrones? Oh, really? So yeah. much in the last maybe three seasons. Really? Three Not just the last season. So unplausible. Yeah. People mm. teleporting around, things just <laughs> happening when they shouldn't happen, and okay, it's, it's just yeah. It, go, it went from a TV show that if someone should die in a situation, then they will die because they're being mm -hmm. stupid or because they forget to wear a helmet or something, yeah, something else. Mm. To yeah. to it just being like, oh, people are teleporting all over the place now or this one person <laughs> can fight 200 people and it's happy and, like, spoiler alert, when the, um, what are they called? The White Walkers? Dead, yeah, well, yeah, the White Walkers are swarming over when, oh, I've forgotten all the words. <laughs> <laughs> Winterfell. Winterfell, yeah. And the yeah. White Walkers are swarming over Winterfell. They're all in the, the caves, they're in like the dungeons, they're in every mm -hmm. room of Winterfell. Yeah. And then all of the main characters survive. All the main characters survived. And then everything's happy. Well, and then, hang on, they don't oh, all survive. Okay. They Bar don't one. survive. Bar one. 
Any um, main character? George, George, what's Jorah his name? Yeah, Mormont. He does He's my favourite as well. And Good. somebody else. Who else doesn't survive? Oh, Thingy. Theon Greyjoy. Um, Re- yeah, Re- Reek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he doesn't survive. In fact, he has a hero's death, doesn't he? hope we're not spoiling it for anybody. But you see people just getting, like, literally one person yeah. pinned against the wall by five of these... these yeah. um, and the young girl, and then next queen. Thing, they're, they're fine. That's because the, the camera cuts away, and then yeah, next time you see them, they're fine. It just blew my mind. And then the uh, next uh, half an hour later, they're down in King's Landing with okay. a huge army. Like, where does army come from? That's in the next yeah. episode, but yeah, yeah. Well, all yeah, because that episode that you're talking about, which was probably highly acclaimed episode, because it was <laughs> at the it? beginning. It was. People loved that battle you know but it was at the beginning of the last season as well wasn't it yeah but they really didn't love that battle at all most people complained about not being able to see anything yeah the rest just complained about the formations and everything being absolute trash like whoever was in charge of their strategies was absolutely horrible and the Uh, the fact that all these seasons have been mounting up to it and then that's it yeah it's all over but it wasn't yeah yeah. it wasn't the conclusive thing though was it because it went on to do other things yeah, it was for the White Walkers. The winter that the never winter. ends and yeah. this whole prophecy and everything. And then Arya just jumps out and goes, oh, she's dead now. Brilliant. From nowhere. How, how did the dead yeah. dragon die? How did the... Because when um, Arya stabbed the White the, Walker they, King guy, the, they all died. Everyone died. Yeah. They found that and, and it's just like, okay, so she snuck past all the generals and lieutenants of the White Walker who were protecting the main yeah. White Walker guy and just stabbed him. And it's just like, what? This doesn't make any sense. Maybe she think... had a White Walker face. <laughs> do you think the White Walker? Do you think the White Walkers should have deployed their king a bit more carefully? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like not sent him in at all. Being yeah. king, he should have stayed like he normally does, stand on a mountain nearby, shouldn't yeah. he? The way yeah. he did every other battle. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it okay. doesn't make any sense. It's implausible that he it's was that close yeah. to the action. That's actually the final season. That's a contrivance as well. Yeah. Okay. I I agree with that's a contrivance, yeah. I think you're very passionate about this subject. I can tell. I can tell. (laughs) He's really upset, yeah. But but, but one one last thing. Like when, like, as I said, they're all in Winterfell and absolutely swarmed everywhere. Where then did this huge army come from of which they're going to lay siege to King's Landing? Yes, in the next episode. In yeah. the next episode. Always on Sunday come back. I'm sure they discussed it. They did discuss Literally it. Nothing. Nothing, dude. Well, I'd have to go back and have another look, but I'm sure they discussed it. No. Weren't they off on a boat somewhere? Did they have everybody <laughs> at Winterfell? They had everybody because this was the last stand against the winter. But the That's scene when they... Daenerys was there as well. The scene outside King's Landing when they pretty girl who gets her head chopped off on the battlements yeah. Oh, yeah. that army didn't look very big anyway that you, you saw it's big enough to lay waste to all <laughs> of the armies of the rest of the yeah. kingdom yeah I mean, yeah anyway it doesn't okay make any sense. all right well maybe we'll come back to uh the uh, fours and against for uh, game of thrones another session Ooh, yeah, okay yeah. can you think of a plot tv plot contrivance ford I most certainly can. I was thinking of like every murder mystery TV show ever. Okay. <laughs> the idea that this detective person is always in the perfect place to, uh, like, okay, mis- no, 
Oh, what's her name? I thought I had it. Miss Marple. No, I was going to say Miss oh. Marple, but that's not true. But I know, okay, yeah, Miss Marple. She's always afternoon TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, wherever they go, murder, murder. follows them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. surprised they're not prime suspect. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, confidence. Yeah. Yeah, you can. Who's the one that goes? Okay, I I can picture it, but I can't name it. Sorry. Someone comment. Yeah, we'll get that. That'll be a pickup from next week's episode. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I've got Stargate, where all the aliens can speak English. Yeah, which is, which is very handy. Yeah, um, I was thinking Breaking Bad does a specific episode because I know Breaking Bad is brilliant. Yeah, in Breaking Bad, the episode where Jesse gets together with her his neighbor and yeah. who's who's her land his landlord. Sorry. Yeah, and then she dies, yeah. and then oh, how does it go? She dies. Her oh, dad, yeah. who's yeah. an air traffic controller, happens yeah. to oh, mess yeah. up, and the airplane happens to be above their house when it blows up or something like that yeah yeah the wreckage falls on the main character's house fetched. yeah yeah it's yeah. like what how did what that it was quite know? spectacular but it was very far-fetched and it, it showed you how it all happened to be just like yeah. just i think it owns it but yeah i, I don't know why <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, they're good examples yeah yeah I, I, it frustrates me in, in in a drama where, as again, implausibility um, is used. Oh, sorry, my brother trying to ring me. Get out of here! He's rang me twice now. Maybe he's got something to say. Let me just see. Yeah. Hi, bro. Hang on a second. Hello. Hello. We're in the middle of recording an episode. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's quick, yeah. It's open. The cinema's open. Oh, you can keep this in the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't cut this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Did I mention it? (laughs) Did I say out loud to the the recording that Rushton Lake Cinema is now open again? Okay. Okay. That's good. I've complained about that on the podcast before, and we're in the middle of recording an episode now. That's uh, well. Thank you for bringing that to our attention. We'll share it with the rest of the world via YouTube. <laughs> All right, mate. Thank you. I've got to go. Yeah. Bye. And remind me to put my phone on silent next time. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay. You can keep that in if you want. Um, off to the cinema then, eh? <laughs> not now. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Where were we? I forgot where we were. You're in the middle of saying something. Yeah. Anyway, I don't think we need to say any more. That's plenty of time on that, isn't it? Plot contrivances. Yeah. yeah. And it should be annoying plot contrivances, shouldn't it, really? But yeah. Yeah, I mean, the uh, writers. Go on. Oh. <laughs> writers have to contrive things don't they to make the plot move on yeah. but sometimes it has to be a, a plausible that's my problem yeah, yeah. I mean, has... the idea that stargate where they go through the gate and they don't have to do the whole translation thing i mean that, that's probably useful for the story because well perhaps they have babel fish 
Yeah, maybe maybe they should have had something like that. But <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. But, and yeah, and in Star true. Trek, they use some kind of universal translator. I think they call it in yeah, Star Trek. Yeah. yeah. The thing okay. is, if if everything is one hundred percent realistic, then you just get a documentary of your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, a murder mystery cop series where you know uh, where nobody dies would be a bit boring because that's it's. I mean, you can talk about soap operas. I mean, EastEnders and Coronation Street have more drama. Yeah, in the space of like a that. month that most streets would have in the whole of a person's lifetime, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. But we, we accept that. But I think when you talk about quality drama, which is what I was watching with Flesh and Blood, I think I just want a bit more, you know, a bit more reality, a bit more plausibility. Try harder, writers. Come on. Yeah. Okay, that's enough for that. Thank you, guys. Ford's segment. Subject. Now... I'm going to be talking about some God stuff. I like to watch lots of videos on the YouTube on apologetics. Oh, yeah. Now, now for those of you who don't know what apologetics is, um, Devin, would you like to define it for us? Why do I have to do it? (laughs) (laughs) Because you've been to Bible college, yeah. Uh, It's basically basically debating or rationalizing something in an argument against somebody else. So so you can get different types of apologetics as well. Mm -hmm. Like... For instance, Christian apologetics. Yeah. Well, in this case, we will be talking about that. <laughs> yes. So uh, using rational argument, not as in shouting at each other, but using rational debate, perhaps, yeah. to to explain a matter of faith, yeah? Indeed. Yeah. Um, now, a lot of the time, I really enjoy hearing the things that I believe being sort of explained out with uh, history and science, you know, backing them up. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, I'm not the sort of person who can debate like these people, but that's fine. Um, now, the reason I wanted to talk about the relationship between reason and faith is because mm-hmm. I came across a video with two atheists chatting, mm-hmm. and one of them was explaining how they found it sort of frustrating in her talks with people people of faith. Okay. She would soon find that the person's understanding of what they were believing what they believed was quite mm. shallow. Yeah, yeah. So so kind of my question is, do we need to be able to talk about and display a full understanding of our faith in order to believe it? Ah. To believe this or that or the I other? I thought you were going to ask this question. Yeah? But I thought you were going to ask a slightly different question, as in, do we need to have a depth of understanding before we can share it? Okay, yeah, well, that works. Because... You can't you can't expect a depth at the point of belief, can you? Because we grow in faith, grow in understanding, grow in depth, and we spend a lifetime doing that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do don't we? Yeah. I, I'd, I'd I, say so. Yeah, it's a journey. You know, it's it, we we don't stop growing. We're continually learning and growing our faith, but I don't think that needs to stop us sharing well i'm not just Respect. talking about yeah, on, yeah. Uh, sorry i'm not just talking about like i believe in christianity and that's that's that mm. but i'm talking about like um so i can say i'm a creationist i believe in creation mm-hmm. then do i need to have a complete understanding of what a creationist actually okay. believes yeah in order to say that i think i think it's wise to understand what you're actually claiming if you're if you identify yourself as part of the group yeah, believe the same as a group. 
then you need to understand what that group believes. Mm-hmm. So, so you can be saying things like, um, I, I am with these people and it could be very, very dangerous what they actually believe, what they actually express to the world as well. Yeah. Your, your opinion of that belief would be completely different sometimes, but if you're identifying in that group, yeah. then you take on some responsibility as well of that group. This, this woman in the video was saying how she would talk to people and they would say, yeah, okay, I'll just send you a link to this guy explaining whatever it was. And, mm. and so she would come back to them and say, yeah, I have a question about this, that, or the other. And then they'd send another link or something like that. Okay. And, and she was saying, do you really believe it if you can't say it yourself? Mm. So that's, mm. that's, that's kind of the question I had. Because I understand that we don't have to be apolog. We're not all called to be uh, evangelists or whatever and uh, apologize the world or whatever of Christian yeah. belief. But it's, it's, mm. it's a responsibility to understand what you believe, surely. Mm. That's kind of. I think there's a degree of that, but I also think we don't have to be afraid to share what brought us to our perspective on faith without necessarily i don't have to have all the answers you know um i'm yeah i hear other people explaining matters of christianity a lot better than i could and i perhaps i can utilize their skills and ability in communicating the the gospel message in a way that perhaps i can't but i pointed them to some other material or a book or whatever you know um um but but I have to be able to justify what I believe to myself and to others to some degree. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't just yeah. believe it without thinking about it. That's what apologetics is, isn't it? Don't, it's not that we're apologizing and saying <laughs> sorry for what we believe. It's about being able to come to a, an intellectual decision about matters of faith. Yeah. I always think of it, yeah. you can't really, argue someone to faith but i was thinking no. of removing the obstacles i guess because yeah because some people can have a genuine uh yeah. inquiry i guess into the world of faith and they can yeah. have obstacles to to stop them essentially so yeah, yeah i can understand yeah. apologetics being used to sort of remove those those things yeah i i um I, I hear quite often on, because I listen to a lot of talk radio shows as well as podcasts, um, and I hear phone-ins where people are defending the Christian faith and they do it so badly. <laughs> it, it's, yeah, and they're not the best examples. I wish those Christians wouldn't ring up national TV, radio stations and um, think that they're doing Christianity any favours by, by being so ill-equipped to share... The, to share, you know, that they're stumped by the simplest of questions, you know, and I think, you know, but if you're talking to a family member or a friend or a neighbor or somebody in the street, and you've only been a Christian a few weeks, you're not going to be able, you can't not say anything about what's happened to you, but you don't expect, nobody can expect you to have all the answers, can you? Some people... They, they sort of react badly to the idea of reasoning and faith being come on. It's sort of like mm. I'd be insulting my faith to have a reason. Yeah, yeah that's wrong, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I've like I say, I, I like a lot of these videos. So it, it, I find it a great sort of, I think I am sort of person who needs 
intelligence mm. behind yeah. faith, even if I can't do it myself. Mm. So I find great security in the fact that there are people who are very intelligent. Yeah, they believe the same thing as me, you know. Yeah, and they can they can verbalize it and yeah. back it up. Yeah, yeah. There's a great podcast by, and it's an unusual word. I might put ask Trinity to put this in the link by Ravi Zacharias. Zachari- I think Ravi Zacharias Ministries, um, really fabulous intellect, and uh, it's a whole um, college or university of, of uh, apologetics, and uh, it, it's, it goes over a lot of it goes over my head, but it proves that a man of faith and intellect can be reason, you know, can his his reasoning can explain his faith if you know what i mean yeah yeah i recommend that to you anyway but yeah any thoughts Devin? i believe what i believe because of of because he has loved me first not yeah. because i can explain my way to this conclusion yes yes so that true. negates faith entirely doesn't it if you, it does if you yeah look at one plus one equals two you yeah don't need faith for it and you don't I logic your percent. way so you, yeah. can't, you can't logic your way to the Father. No. The only way to, to, the, to the Father is through Jesus. Absolutely. So, yeah, as long as obviously you keep tabs on where you're at, where your belief and faith actually comes from. Yeah. And, yeah, I think it's yeah. fine to try and, to try and, um, yeah, to rationalise how you feel or rationalise what you believe or what you've seen. Yeah. For sure. There was an item in that magazine I mentioned the other week, a sorted magazine about a scientist who's also a Christian believer. And so there's another, you know, somebody who's really examined the Christian faith mm. and it bears bears examination. Yeah. But that's not where we make our first steps, is it, as Christians? We you put your trust in God. Mm, um yeah. doesn't need intellect to do that. But when you examine it, it stands up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Is that, yeah, is that a fair point? That is a wonderful point made in very pointy ways. Thank you. But I, I wouldn't want anybody who's a relatively new to the Christian faith being almost frightened to say anything about it because uh, we should all be able to bear witness to what's happened to us you know and if it's if it's a simple very straightforward uh, experience then be honest and say i don't know the answer to that question it's a really good question i'm going to have to look into that i've never thought of that there's no shame in saying that to somebody who might have an intellectual argument against what we believe the thing is with the internet now you there there's lots of yeah. people answering the hard questions. Yeah. If you just sit in your head and think, okay, that's a hard question. Yeah. I don't hear anyone answering that at church. Mm-hmm. It's not the end of the world. And you should no. be looking, shouldn't you? Yeah, it bears, bears examination. Um, I wondered about 1 Peter 3, verse 15. It talks okay. about, you might know, you'll know when you hear it. Um, always be ready to give a defense to mm. anyone who asks for a reason for the hope that mm. is within you. Yeah. Do you think, well, how do you think that relates to our, well, apologetics? Because you, you often hear apologists bring this up mm-hmm. and say, this is why we should be able to logic your faith. Yeah. But I don't think that's, 
Oh, you, you tell me. What do you, what do you think? I think, the, yeah, that, that's a good question. The I think what that's pointing to is always giving a reason is, well, my reason is that I've encountered a living God who loves me. It it can be as simple as that, can't it? Right. But you can yeah. take it deeper than that. You can, and oh, that's that's what I wanted to add. The um, you you can argue against somebody's theology or their uh, understanding of the Bible and all these other things, and an atheist can have a great knowledge of what's written in the Bible without a full revelation of it. But nobody can argue against your own testimony your experience and your encounter we've got everybody's got one of those everybody who's uh, made a step of faith and accepted god into their lives through jesus is has a story to tell you know and they can argue against all sorts of things you know (laughs) you know all the usual stuff people throw up against christians to try and disprove what we believe but nobody can say, because you know it, you've experienced it for yourself. Well, I know God's real because he talks to me and I talk to him, you know. Yeah. And and he, he loves me and I experience his love every day, you know. Anyway, yeah. But does that, I don't think that answers your question really, but I, it's just something <laughs> I wanted to add. Uh, well, I and, think that's... Uh... <laughs> Uh, unless you have something to add, Devon. Phew. Okay, well, I think... I hope, I, hope, I hope people didn't switch off that, because I hope that was useful and interesting and uh, thought-provoking, yeah. Well, and, that's, uh, a question, that's a question that's been asked throughout Christianity throughout the throughout yeah, history, is yeah. where does reason and faith, where, where do you draw the lines? Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, <clears throat> I, I met with somebody this evening uh, before coming to record today, and we, took, we touched on some massive issues in our discussion you know, um, in the area of healing. Why does God sometimes heal? Why does God sometimes not heal? Mm. You know, um, the honest answer is we don't really know the whole of everything that's going on. And that's just one area. There's lots of unponderables, you know, imponderables. Um, But, uh, yeah, Um, you know, you touched on creation. You just questions about that that christians see differently isn't there yeah um all sorts of stuff there are fundamentals that we all agree upon and there's lots of stuff that people have opinion on but there's a lot of stuff that god calls us to just trust him trust him it doesn't need answering yet we'll know one day when we meet him face to face devon's segment subject Cool. I wanted to talk to you guys today, more like I asked you a question, um, because we've already, well, involuntarily talked about Game of Thrones today. Mm. Um, <laughs> involuntarily, as in you brought it up. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had to. <laughs> hadn't, planned, hadn't planned it, though, yeah. It. Yeah. yeah, right. Had um, to be said. Yeah, the, there's, there's a lot of conversation around George R. R. Martin, and if mm-hmm. you actually finish his book series a song of ice and fire before he dies oh, obviously okay. he, really? he's not very happy with with that conversation be going around because it's like he cared more about the book series than his life oh um, but with that in mind i was just thinking is there anybody who in the literature world has died before their time or you would like to have seen more work of 
Yes. Which no longer is impossible. I already know what Pap's going to say. <laughs> we talked about him already on this on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Such a loss to the literature world. Yeah. Yeah. He um, started a book called Salmon of Doubt. He did, yeah. Um, and I, I have read it. I, somebody else took on the writing of it. I've forgotten the name of the author now. Who did a good job of it, but it would have been so lovely to have read his version of that book. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah, Summon of Doubt. Yeah. That's my answer to your question. Yeah. Fallen cool. Heroes. Yeah. 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 I know Terry Pratchett. Um, I like a lot of what he does. Um, he went... Mm. I don't What was wrong with him? He had a... Did he have Al- Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Um, so his yeah. writing slowly got worse and worse and then he, he died and yeah. stuff. So, yeah, that that's a shame. Yeah. Even though, even though he was a staunch atheist and a lot of his writing reflects that, yeah. still he was really funny. And well, really Douglas cool. Adams was an atheist as well, you know. That's why he was able to... Uh, we use humour to pick at God, but, you know, yeah. I think he was always respectful in that. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Really? I don't know. No, perhaps he wasn't. No, I doubt he was. Uh, but still, good writer, sir. When he quotes God saying, I refuse to prove that I exist, for proof denies faith, and without faith I am nothing. And then... I mean, man proves he exists with the Bible proof. Yeah. Oh, yeah, back to the Babel fish, yeah. Yeah, yeah, full circle. Wow, that's creepy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because it, 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 this whole subject got me thinking of um, people like Yun and um, I don't know, really? Gandhi and Socrates, all these people. Yeah. St. Like, Augustus. Yeah, people like, people like mm-hmm. um, amazing literature and philosophy and things like that. But would... If they released anything else, would it actually be any good? And if mm. they released it these days, would it actually be picked up at all? Mm. I don't know. Interesting. Actually, St. Augustine died at 75, so I think he probably got his best work under him. <laughs> I take it back. I mean, um, we talked the other week about um, Arthur C. Clarke as well, didn't we? And some some of his writings were better than others but um so there's no guarantee longevity doesn't guarantee um a continuation in quality no yeah i mean he died in i've just looked it up Arthur C. clark died in two, 2008 mm-hmm. yeah so um would he have continued to write such spectacular material as he did in 2001 yeah well i think the answer as I say, his other works didn't gain that same notoriety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're saying that some authors might have one one good idea or yeah. ideas, but that well, doesn't necessarily guarantee anything. They say everybody's got one book in them, don't they? But not everybody's got more than one, you know. Mm. Yeah. I think, Ford, um you've read Dune? Yeah, well, I'm, mm. half, well, I'm free... I'd say, oh, yeah, I'm most of the way through it. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> Frank Herbert. Yes, Frank Herbert, yeah. yeah. Um, he planned on making more books, but he, he died. Um, His son took before, it over, didn't he? Yeah, before being ah, really? books. Yeah. And Brian Herbert yeah. and, um, and someone else. Um, yeah. to go on. Apparently the uh, the books by uh, 
his son uh, really not that great. Okay. They're prequels, aren't they? Are they? I don't know. I've, I'm still on the first one, so <laughs> I know very little about it. Yeah. It seems to happen quite a lot. So obviously, releasing books, you release them like years, but like after one another. So if you're like mm. in the middle of a series, it could be that you're in a situation that you can't release anymore by the end of it, or you can't write anymore or anything. Because people who put so much time into these books takes a lot of time. And also that's the issue that I was talking to you about with um, George R. R. Martin as well, because he puts so much time and effort into these mm. epics. And the books are huge. And he mm. has to think, okay, where's this lineage match up with this lineage? All that kind of thing. That is getting to the point of being like, is he actually going to finish these books or not? <laughs> well, I didn't realise it wasn't finished. So, uh, Song of Ice and Fire, I thought that, how can it, can it carry on from what we've seen on the TV well, show? Well, the TV show took over, overtook the uh, books. Yeah. Yeah, so they went separate ways, basically. Yeah, I had so heard the, that. The ending of the Song of Ice and Fire book series um, might not be the same as the... Um, oh, right, the TV series. show. That'd be a shame. A shame. Yeah. Oh, did you like oh. it? I, I did. I know we disagree on this, and we let's talk about that another time. Let's, oh, yeah. Let's okay. not go there. It's too so, big a subject. So the second yeah. time this episode, we're pushing Yeah. <laughs> we're getting lots of material for future episodes anyway. Um, I've just looked up Isaac Asimov died in 1992. Do you wish he'd written more material for you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sure lots of people enjoy his books. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that. That's all we're going to say about that. Yeah. No. So, are yeah. you suggesting then, Devon, that writers shouldn't make more than well, they should only make self-contained novels? Um. No. Oh. Okay. Fair I'm enough. not suggesting that at all. I'm just saying that it is an issue that does occur when you're making these huge epics, especially that do take too long, like not too long. It should take a long time to completely finish the entire series. Mm, okay. I, know when it, I know when it comes to films, when a film is trying to set up a franchise or set up a, a sequel, it tends to make the film suffer really badly. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah definitely true. Are we wishing then that, it sounds like you are, with um, George R. R. Martin, if, if the creators of the TV series had waited a bit longer so that the story was complete before beginning the filming of a TV show, you would have approved of that more? I don't know the ending yet of the, the book series, mm, but I would, yeah. be, I would be highly sceptical if they had all the, the plot holes and all just messing around mm. the, the, the series okay. in the book. But yeah. by the TV producers finishing that story off their own back... It's going to be much harder now for the author to really create something that's not influenced by... He must have watched the TV show, mustn't he? Oh, yeah, definitely. And that's going to actually somehow taint his writing for future. Yeah, and he was heavily um, involved with the the uh, Game of Thrones series. All, well. all the way like to the Casting end. and everything. Yeah. He got, he got less so as they went... Away from his, away from his material, yeah. yeah, yeah. But but definitely within the first, okay. I think I think it's five seasons. That yeah, on him. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Okay. He, he also wants to release, I think, a few more um, books as well that aren't in the um, series of a song. Yeah, still in that universe. Okay. 
Who's writing the proposed prequels to um, Game of Thrones? I'm not sure. Somebody's talking about doing a new TV series that takes place before the yeah, season one of Game of Thrones. Yeah, I don't know who's writing it. It's just a cash grab. Oh, of course it is. Yeah, of course it's a money. Everyone's trying to grab cash for Oh, right. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. That's why I've, I've, I've been doing it wrong all this time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. I think it might be good. I, I'd rather it released than not released. Um, yeah. Yeah, with the hopes of it being quite decent. I mean, it reminds me also of um, Gene Roddenberry, who's the creator of Star Trek. Mm. There's not many episodes we don't talk about Star Trek, is there? <laughs> uh, um, obviously, he's passed away. I forget when now. Um, but he... Um, I think it was in the middle of, oh, somebody can have a quick look. The um, I can't remember where the Star Trek story was when he died, but we're still seeing new Star Trek being created. And his son, Eugene Roddenberry, uh, is involved in the current Star Trek series, like the one that's really or just began recently, is uh, the Picard, it's called. It's very good, actually. I'm enjoying it. Are you really? Yeah. I, I, I actually, I, well, I tried to watch that with yeah. um, Beck, and she couldn't really get into it, so I was like, oh, it's, it. it's a bit complex and a bit slow to get going, but I'm yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. it took a while for it to, about three. In space. No, they space. are, they did, they did by episode four, I think, right, okay. get into space, so it them took them two or three episodes to get into space. Anyway, we're not talking about Star Trek, no. but yeah, but I just wanted to mention another a creator, if you like, of a fabulous um, series that is no longer here, but yet his material continues without him. I feel like TV shows and films are a bit different to books, though, because there's yeah. so much more um, content. I, I guess you can yeah. tell the author by the way they say it mm. in books, but when it comes to a TV show, that can be yeah. done by almost anyone. Mm. You're a bigger reader than I am, so you could probably more... Justify that, justify that, then I as can. In, as yeah. in, I read sometimes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that concludes. I think we've uh, yeah. milked it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good cash grab, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Devon. Thank you. Yeah. Very good. And now it's time for random chatting. And that brings us on to our random chat for this week. Oh. And if we oh. all remember. We set a challenge for ourselves, and it's more of a competition this time rather than just an experience. It was yeah. to um, play Minecraft in the hardcore mode for two hours, yeah. if you can last that long, mm -hmm. and get the most amount of experience points as you can. Level up for me. Yeah, and uh, obviously we all we all took part. I know some other people took part as well who are not with us right now. All right, they, yeah. they pass. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in, rest in peace. They took it far too seriously. <laughs> yeah, it's hard yeah. Oh dear, I probably got less to say than anybody else. <laughs> I've got, like, uh, I've got a fair bit to say, but yeah. Okay. We'll show how we actually did first, shall we? And then, All right. and then talk about how you. How do you want to reveal this? Because we, the three of us, don't know who won. I, do we? Well, now I know everybody's. Do you? Because Paul just posted his. Okay. Bit of evidence. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, uh, All right, okay. do it from third to first. Yeah. Go for, it. Do, go for it. Reveal it. 
in, in, in third place, in third place, we had Dad. Hey, um, who would expect that? <laughs> five levels. How long were you playing when you when you died? Um, whopping forty three minutes. Ooh, I'll tell you what happened in a minute. You carry on. Yeah. How did you get four levels in forty minutes? Five, 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 five levels. levels. Five levels. Five. That's just mad. Okay. Is that slow? Um, I would say well. yes. Yes, it is slow. I'll like, explain. I feel justified in that. Okay, like, okay um, fair enough. So, <laughs> then in second place comes me. Oh. Um, I got fifteen levels. Yeah. I had forty minutes in. Forty. Oh, wow. Yeah, forty minutes. Really? In. I was, oh. Yeah, I, I'll tell you about that later. We'll come up back to that. Yeah. And in first place, with a whopping thirty-six points, comes Ford. Yay. 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 Thank you very much. Yeah. I believe you lasted four hours, didn't you, Fun? I did indeed, yes. You had to kill myself in the end. You had to kill yourself, yeah. Yeah. To forget your results. It was very sad. Very impressive. Yeah. How does the score work is worked out? Because we were basing it on levels, weren't we? Yeah. I'm yeah. Because I see on Ford's just posted it on our WhatsApp group. He got 36 levels and 2,280 points. Yeah. yeah. And my five levels equated to 57 points. <laughs> <laughs> so that, if you multiplied that up, that doesn't work. No. I don't know. It doesn't. Um, but, you, but you need more experience points to level up as you go higher. Yeah. Well. So That's true. Yeah. It, uh, it might right. not be directly linked. But okay. Should we should we go through each of us what really happened and I'll try and be brief on mine. Yeah. So I spawned in a on a tiny island in the middle of a massive sea. It was nothing on this island. Okay. And yeah. but not like <laughs> not far away was like a wrecked ship, a wooden structure, which I did manage to get to. Um and then hidden in the bottom of the ship was a chest. Mm, which yes. had which had in it some enchanted boots which froze the water when I walked oh, on it. Oh, that's a good find. Yeah. So I I didn't realise that to begin with, though. So I was still 15 minutes into the gameplay when I found them. But I'd already made a boat and I was going to use the boat to get back to the mainland. But there was this, what they called the water monster zombies. Um, Drowned. Yeah, the drowned. They kept attacking me. It was really hard to get to the chest without getting hurt by him. I didn't have a sword or anything. So that was a bit of a frustration. I probably should have created a sword and all the rest of it. Um, my judgment in this game is not as good as yours, obviously. <laughs> no. um, so I did get to the mainland. I survived a couple of nights. So I did want to say that the atmosphere in this game is still so good when you're uh, vulnerable, when you don't have a lot to defend yourself with. I'm used to playing a game when I've got plenty of armour, plenty of weapons, diamond, everything, you know, um, uh, when we play it normally. But to yeah. go back to bare bones, yeah. you're really frightened of those zombies and, and your skeleton. So yeah, well. it does. Yeah, really quite tense stuff. And so I found all I could do was shelter at night. Not the best use of my time. But I did eventually get somewhere and I found, um, I posted up a picture, what was it, of, it was this big structure. Yes, apparently it's the, uh, the pillager's base. A pillager's base. I happened upon that. Mm. 
not <laughs> not realizing where how risky it was to be there and i started to create an underground base there and i thought oh i'll try it oh, what i'll do is i'll nip over and see what's in that building um and i got a little bit close. i was trying to find a way in there it's post guards all the way around it and um one of them saw me and started shooting at me and i ran back to my base he followed me in before i could block the doorway and so we were having this fist fight that was quite reminiscent of my fist fight in red dead redemption uh, <laughs> because i couldn't get away in that either and uh, i ended up same result i died oh, yeah Brutal. so it was short-lived and i know you did say i could try again uh 43 minutes not the best spent well played but yeah that was my story well jordan good well done I've got a bit of a better excuse. I think yeah. <laughs> you don't think that was a good excuse. <laughs> you run into their base. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's not even anything good in there. But there is. Uh, oh, I, oh, I did say uh, when once I died, you can go into spectator mode, and I did go and have a little float round and look inside the base, and there was one chest there anyway. I don't know what was yeah. going to be in it, but yeah, it's it was really anything good. Oh well, I should have gone somewhere else. My, my bad, as they say. Well. That's all you're going to hear from me on the subject. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Devin, what, what did you um, do with your time? I went uh, went straight into the ground inside mine. I knew you would. I knew yeah, you would. but what did you what did you use to mine with? Well, I just well, straight away I just made a wood pickaxe. So I a stone. wood one, yeah. Okay. And I made stone one and used stone for most of everything. I Make got a furnace. Lot, I got yeah. a lot of iron. Um, a lot of coal, mm -hmm. and basically, yeah, I had full armor and everything, perfectly fine. Then I spent the night times um, upstairs killing bad guys. Oh yeah, to get your well, points up. To get my points. What um, sword did you have to do that? Just an iron sword. Yeah. But I also found a village, and little did I know that this village would be my demise. Oh. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're normally quite good. Yeah. For XP. So I, and... Yeah, I came into it. I was like, oh, that's nice. I opened a chest pretty cool yeah whatever um but there's an iron column in this village oh no perfectly perfectly friendly iron column and because now the sword on minecraft is a swiping effect so it's yeah. basically splash damage so it hits in that general direction rather yeah. than exactly where you're pointing and you're one person. I, didn't know I, that. I swiped at a zombie because mm -hmm. you got iron golem right next to me oh and he literally one punched me they are oh, brutal full I've, armor and yeah. one punch dead and i've it. experienced that in the main game that we play on realms yeah yeah that is brutal. Brutal. and obviously this being on hardcore mode he's yeah. absolutely destroyed me in one punch and i it. bet you did you yell out loud i was like <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> did you think like i did Oh, if I start again, no one will know. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cheeky. Oh, we talked about our outer game ethics in affecting our in-game um, yes. approach. Well done. Well, I, back to your morals, one through. But, but back to my game again. Sorry, we'll, I did say I'll shut up. The uh, <laughs> I did, because I needed food, I did kill quite a few animals because <gasps> I was, yeah, oh, chickens and pigs oh, no. yeah i know I don't, normally, I don't normally do that yeah but anyway yeah. Yeah. now no, i think about it, i didn't have to kill any animals really yeah. what did you live off i farmed oh 
Yeah, it was lovely. Um, so <laughs> essentially, what I did, I, start, I started also on uh, islands. Um, so I went exploring for wrecked ships because they have lovely loot. So yeah. I found lots of nice iron and uh, some enchanted items. It, it was delicious. Uh, I spent I spent my nights and days fighting drowned, yeah, really? um, for for a little while, and I had a little base going on with a bit of farming and you know all that good stuff. Um, and then once I looted enough uh, ships and oh, there was a trident wielder as well. Oh, he was tough. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. imagine. They're yeah, tough normal mode. Yeah, because yeah, they throw so, they throw the trident at you. Yeah, yeah. at, at yeah. quick succession as well, and oh, water really? as well. So you can't you can't move from. Let, them and archers are just they're brutal so i knew the first thing i needed was a shield so that's the first thing i made yeah very handy um i also Mm -hmm. did fishing which is very good for xp which i I knew before i did think about that about just sitting on my the wrecked boat and just fish yep i'd have probably been better off doing that wouldn't i so i got a few enchanted items there as well it was very nice fishing Um, for two hours would that have helped yeah, yeah. got more than five points. Sure. It would have been. <laughs> Far less risk. So after I'd done a bit of that, I then found a you know underwater. There's this sort of canyon, a cave, sort of carved out the seabed. Oh, right. So I dived down into there, and I instantly got access to a nice um, sort of I don't know cave system, yeah. which was great. And I found some diamonds after oh, fighting right. my way through. Because at this point, I had enough iron. I found in ships and. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, so a bit of armor, but I didn't actually put it on. So, oh, as is my uh, yeah. <laughs> my you, you you like to wear leather armor, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, no yeah. I didn't even put leather armor. No. Uh, um. Yeah. So then, uh, once I found these diamonds, I thought, I know what I want to do. I want to go to the Never. So, yeah. <laughs> so I found some lava <laughs> and water. Is it lava and water? Yeah. And uh, got some what do they obsidian. call it? Obsidian and made a Never portal, which was really fun. Wow. And then I started getting some quartz. Mm-hmm. Never quartz is so good for XP. You get yeah. XP every time. It's delicious. Really? So essentially, yeah. Actually, the never. Once you, as long as you're prepared, I think you're pretty. You're pretty safe in the never. Mm-hmm. In my personal opinion. How do you prepare yourself for it? What do you mean by that? Uh, don't hit any pigs. Yeah. And uh, bring enough um, blocks to make bridges because you will need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you've always got enough food because the only thing you can get in there is mushrooms and to make soup is a bit of a faff. But mm-hmm. I think the biggest problem I had was getting food, to be honest. Mm. But then again, okay. I didn't have any pigs to spare. So. You didn't kill any, did you? Yeah. No, oh, I, okay. I never ran into any. Interesting. Well, yeah, so that's my story. Yeah, and you ended up, you ran out of time before you ran out of health. Yes, yeah. I was trying to find, you know, those structures you get in the never with the uh, brick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I couldn't find any of them. I had a good explorer of the Nether. I got nowhere. Is the Nether as big as the Overworld? Is is it a limited area? Because does it keep rendering as you move I think, further? I think it is a limited area because yeah. every one block in the Nether is eight blocks in the real world. Oh, is it? Yeah. So you can travel faster by going into the Nether in one point and coming out at another. Ah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's how that's how you often move in between large distances in in our realms game, don't you? Yeah, yeah that so we share. Yeah. Oh, you achieved a lot. Um, well, I just XP mine most of the time. Yeah, that was impressive. Though to get a never portal. 
was, I was expecting to be able to get the trident, but I was like, oh, this isn't uh, going anywhere. I did spend a lot of time killing drowns. I thought hopefully. you'd be trying to do that. I was doing something stupid. That wouldn't, <laughs> that wouldn't be efficient at all, but I thought you were trying to do it. So I was like, Hi, okay, I can actually win here. But then I was going to Oh, that's a disaster. I, do, do you feel, what was your score again? How many? I got 15. 15 after how long? 40 minutes. Gosh. Yeah, so you would have been on track to have had a good score, wouldn't you? I think so, yeah. Because obviously the first good, maybe like 15, 20 minutes, is getting yeah. up and getting on the yeah. and everything. Yeah. Yeah, so obviously that was, was all done, and now I was fighting. Yeah. I was very fortunate to be next to a bunch of ship wrecked ships because mm. there's so much good stuff out there. I didn't really need to make anything. I'd never met a, a wrecked ship before because I don't play it in that areas on the yeah. main game, yeah. In the sea. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Good. Good. Good fun. Good fun. Yeah. It's quite yeah. So I almost died twice. Like, really? I was down to like one or like half a health. Yeah. Oh. I was like, yeah. I was running for my life. It was intense. Yeah. My my when when I had my battle with the pillager in in a, in a confined space, it was very tense. Yeah. I think I nearly killed him, but he just got me first. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. Very reminiscent of Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from slightly less good graphics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit blocky. Like yeah. <laughs> the resolution's a bit different, yeah. Did you want to talk at all about the actual game itself? Minecraft. Have we got time? No. Oh, okay. No. Well, okay. it's all yeah. right. You should give it a go. That's, that's yeah. Fine. We Take love it. it. We still love it, don't we? Yeah. yeah. It's a shame, actually, that um, from a, a younger person's point of view, it seems like Minecraft has gone off the... Um... Well, you'd be surprised. Really? Yes, because it went off the, the radar for a little while. Yeah. Then it, it boomed again. And Are they back? Playing, yeah. I, I yeah. felt that everybody was playing Fortnite instead of Minecraft. Well, but... yeah, they're, they're really yeah. young kids. Yeah. 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 But yeah, Minecraft definitely boomed big time. The Minecraft like, does attract... Yeah, and Minecraft does attract an old, a, a broad range of players, doesn't it? In age terms, yeah. Well, I'm probably not the oldest person who plays it. No. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that what you tell yeah. yourself at night? I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the least good at it, but yeah. It was fun. It was something to talk about. Well done. Yeah. Cool. So, Quick. How many diamond stack? Hang on, sorry. How many, <laughs> how many diamond stacks of, out of ten do you give it? Uh, as a game or as my experience in the challenge? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. As a game, let's go. Uh, out of ten, as my experience, would be about a third of a stack of diamonds. <laughs> oh man! Zero point three. But as a game, oh, it's it's good. It's a great way to pass a few hours, isn't it? And uh, we love creating. You're letting your mind go and create stuff. Is, is a wonderful experience. I still enjoy playing Minecraft whenever we go on, especially as a communal experience of four of us sometimes play together. Um, yeah, I'll give it eight, eight and a half. Eight and a half stacks of diamonds out of ten. Mm. Nice. Mm. I think I'll probably give it maybe a generous eight. Because mm -hmm. it, it is a very, very good game, but it, it doesn't appeal to me as much as it could do. But obviously, I enjoy it still a lot. I enjoy playing it with yeah. people, but playing it solo, unless it's like in a hardcore type thing, it's, it's not really my jam. But no. it's a very, very good game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's definitely a communal game if you want to get the best out of it. So I'd say an eight. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're all up for a bit of Minecraft still. Good. Oh, yes. Thank you. Well done. Cool, nice. Thank Thank you very much. It's homework time and hasta la vista, baby. All right, let's move on to the uh, homework for Mm -hmm. next week. I think Ford, it will be. Yeah, Ford has um, chosen something for us to do, hasn't he? Yeah, you want well, to I've talk a bit talked, about it. I've, well, I'd, okay. Um, I've already talked about how I like Terry Pratchett. Um, now, this is one of his few short stories that I know he did, um, which I have not read myself. So, oh, okay. <laughs> there we go. Hmm. Um, yeah, we are due to talk about a story or a book now. A book, so, yeah, some literature. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Should we put this? You haven't told us what it is. Oh, sorry. Yes, no. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, Trollbridge. Uh, Trollbridge. Okay. Should we put the link in the description? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I think it's one that you can you can read straight off the link, isn't it? Yes, it is. Just a short story. A short mm. story. So yeah. Okay. Uh, so if you look down in the description, you'll see uh, the link to the story that you can mm. read. That's on obviously on our YouTube channel. Um, podcast yes. listeners will have to refer to the YouTube channel for that link. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Brilliant. Brilliant. Look forward to hearing what we think about Trollbridge by Terry Pratchett. Cool. With that in okay. mind, are you going to say something? I was going to say, hopefully, it's as funny as the rest of his stuff. Ah. That's, that's what I'm going to say. Look. Good. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. So mm. I think that's going to that's going to wrap it up and uh, get out of here. Yeah. I mean. Okay. Yeah, are you going to do the sum up for us, yeah, yeah. Devin? Yeah. So, um, if you have any opinions or anything you want to tell us, or anything you want to say about what we said, or what you want us to talk about in the future, or even try in our homework, mm-hmm. then um, obviously just go on Twitter. I think you mentioned earlier at theory of anything, T I N G. So mm-hmm. give us a little tweet on there, or email us on the theory of anything. No. Anything. Theory of anything at hotmail.com. Spelt correctly on that, yeah. <laughs> People think we misspelt the uh, Twitter address um, accidentally, but it was deliberate, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Keep you on your toes. We would have got theory of anything if it wasn't taken. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. yeah. One more thing I just wanted to add. Uh, the next show, episode 10 which will be a milestone for us as a podcast, obviously, guest in our next show. So look out for that. Yeah, okay, guys. Exciting. And Ford, don't worry. You'll be fine. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Going into the depths of the doctor's surgery. Under the knife. Yeah. We'll, we'll be praying for you. Don't worry. It won't be a meat cleaver. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I might pass out <laughs> Yeah, you'll be fine, mate. Yeah, All right. God bless you. God bless you all. I look forward to seeing you all around the mic next week. Oh, well done. Really? I, did, I, I did your thing. He did my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I Bye. 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 Bye.